Welcome to Raw Raw Riverdale, a Riverdale fan podcast. We keep the episodes intentionally short because we know you don't have time for nonsense. I'm Al. I'm Joe. Uh, let's get right into the episode. What do you think of the, the premiere? I thought it was actually, uh, my expectations were pretty high, and I thought it exceeded those expectations. I thought the, the it looked great. For sure. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, like the promised darkness definitely delivered in yeah. spades. There's really only one problem I had with the episode, and you know, I, I guess we'll save the bad stuff for the the, the end of the podcast. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I really thought the first episode was a good way to start the series. It had a nice balance of you know the bubblegum Archie world and this new thematic like more dark thing they're going for. Like Jughead's full impressed. on a, a noir detective writer. Yeah, he's like a, a journalist version of Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Or like whoever is always in the middle of all the Lovecraft nonsense. Like he's the right. he's the guy that moved into Innskeep or whatever, and he's like, you know, I think there's fish people around here. He's if <laughs> I'm trying to think because didn't uh, didn't in Twilight didn't Kristen Stewart do a lot of this stuff? Just uh, kind of like oh yeah. monologuing yeah, and journaling yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I, f- I feel like there are a lot of parallels. Depressed, world weary, self aware right. teen. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe that's what they were drawing inspiration from. Maybe uh, after this, uh, Jughead will move to what is it? For- forks, Pines Forks. Uh huh. And uh, him and uh, Kirsten. Well, you're really showing Stewart your ass will. on your Twilight knowledge. Hey, I gotta say, I- I'm an Archie fan, not a Twilight fan. Okay. So yeah, no, I thought that was great. I mean, I guess the big the big thing to talk about. There's a lot of little things to talk about. Uh, some some delights that I had. Uh, my man Dilton mm-hmm. came in episode one. Although he seems like he's a lot younger than I was assuming him to be. He seemed like he's like a in a, in a Boy Scouts like like. Which one is he? I'd... He's the he's the my the Uber nerd, the science geek that is like my personal favorite. Okay, he's the one. He his his uh, Boy Scout troop found uh, Cheryl's brother's body. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! That was way early yeah, it's just, on. It's just okay. very flash cameo, and I don't. Right. That's like so. I was excited, but on the other hand, like I don't see how he fits in the rest of the world. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, I mean, maybe we could have like a lot of Boy Scouts in this show. Sure, there might be a seems, lot of Boy Scouts. Seems like seems like this is a show that would have just just too many Boy Scouts. Maybe is there such a thing? I it's not in my not in my book, not in my Eagle Scout handbook. Uh, the other thing I liked that they got Josie and the Pussycats yeah, up there prominent. front and center, and they are uh, they're fierce. Sure they're not they having are. any of Archie's Johnny Come Lately songwriter bullshit. Yeah, I don't know whether they smell the sex scandal on him or or, or what, but they're they're not they're not having it. <laughs> yeah, they got a brand to build. What do you think? I also thought the other thing I thought was really well done is the way they introduced the love triangle. In a fairly convincing, believable way between Archie, Veronica, and uh, I almost said Jughead. That would be, that's more of a Kevin Moose kind of thing. Uh, Archie, Veronica, and Betty. Uh-huh. Like, like uh, that's like it, I feel like that's. Something I bet Moose that, would get in on that. I, I thought it would take a lot longer to establish, but they came back with like you know Betty's got her sights set on her best friend, and he's really filled out this year. And apparently, uh, yeah, six more reasons to love him. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and and then Veronica comes in and so, oh man, uh, I, okay, I got to resist talking about this stuff. But I thought that was really really well done uh, uh-huh. and and believably written. For uh, sure, yeah. The other thing I guess we need to talk about is the 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 the, the central murder mystery here. 
the most important part of the episode, in my opinion. Who's going to be killed next? That's my central murder <laughs> mystery. Will it be Jughead? Will it be Kristen Stewart? Who killed Jason? Um, I mean, it, okay. I feel like I feel like almost the first episode gave us too much information. I mean, guaranteed, guaranteed, fucking teed. Whoops, uh, guaranteed bleeping teed. It's got to be Cheryl. Cheryl's involved at the very least. That's the thing. She like, gave the false story to the cops. She cop. either killed Jason or she's involved in the cover-up. Absolutely. 100%. Either way, a lot of signs point to her. And she must know who did it if she didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, any other suspects? Betty's mom. Betty Betty is just, oh, suspects? Betty's mom. <laughs> Well, no, seriously, Betty's mom. She's, she's she's a real downer. I mean, that was also something dropped out of nowhere. That uh, sh- was it, Cheryl, that drove who? Someone got driven into the mental hospital by Cheryl's uh, double dealings, or maybe it was Jason. I can't remember if it's her brother or sister. They got uh, driven into a psych yeah, ward because of I don't their. Remember. That's that seems pretty fucking extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, I can yeah. totally understand why her mom would be like, you know what? I don't like you hanging out with these people. Yeah. Last I mean, time one of us, what last time, uh, you know, one of us hung out with them, they got uh, turned into the cuckoo barn. barn. I, I feel like the premise of this show is just barely hanging on by a thread. Like, there's, really? there's a town where it looks perfect and everything is peaceful, but underneath there's something sinister. No, no, it's kind of on the surface. Like everybody yeah. knows about this shit. There are murders happening. People are going to the funny farm. Is Hiram, Archie's dad, <laughs> involved in a meth operation? Is Wait, he... Hiram is Archie's dad? Yeah. No. Yeah, Luke Perry. That, I thought that was Fred. No. It's, I have Fred in my notes. How do I have Fred in my notes? I, I think I'm pretty sure it's Hiram, but but he's he's got to be cooking meth, right? Like the end of the season, he's going to come out and he's going to he's going to he's going to tell Jughead to stay out of his territory. I think so. Nobody. I mean, he he, he turns just you know Veronica's mom shows up and it's like, hey, I was hoping to do your books. He's like, yeah, well, you cooked your books for your husband, uh, GTFO, and then suddenly she gets a duffled up bag of cash from him. Yeah. That I, you know, I, I just feel like that he's that, that there's no way a legit construction company that employs their teenage son as labor is going to have duffel bags full of cash that they can just bump off the turnip truck to some random wealthy right. socialite. You're probably right. I just want to know what is the cultural heritage of this family. You got a dad named Hiram. You got a son named Archie. Uh huh. Like, what's Archie's son going to be named? Like Stone. Stone, yeah, <laughs> because he works. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he's gonna have a. He's just, a rock Archie's baby. like, oh, I want a strong name, <laughs> Stone. Well, why don't you just name him Strong Archie? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too on the nose. Oh, okay. Stone, Stone, yeah. Stone's tough. Stone hard, Stone, Stone hard, whatever. whatever his last name is. Uh, Rivierci, I think, is his name. <laughs> yeah. So there's 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 all that. Um, I, so. What, let's talk about Betty here. Um, Betty's not making the most play. Like it's weird to see. It, it doesn't seem like they often give this as. I feel like this is a stereotypical ma- uh, like male teenage role, whereas like the, he's just too shy to say how much he's interested in this girl and can't get the words out. And they've given it yeah. to this to Betty. Doesn't think he's worthy. Uh, what do you think about the seven minutes of heaven situation that Cheryl? Uh, 
instigated here. Like, I felt like that when they went into the closet, like, her, Betty and Veronica shared a look. Like, Veronica's like, is this okay? Mm-hmm. Because if it's not, like, I'll be in there and I'll, I'll be cool. I won't, like, take advantage of your boyfriend, although I totally will. Right. But, like, is this cool or should I say no or should I make a scene? And I think Betty gave the nod of, like, this is cool. They're in there mm-hmm. for seven minutes and Betty nopes out it's, like that's a, a violation of the social contract that she just established over the little meaningful glance right and just I read a that remarkable wrong? lack of restraint remarkable yeah seven you can't last seven minutes yeah you didn't get three how do and you and a half go through a drive-through without making out with the guy who handed you your burgers <laughs> like come yeah, on Archie's not giving you a double thick milkshake he's no. just not not in seven minutes anyway yeah uh, you're right you're right it's a total betrayal and they know it uh-huh. And, and they're like, oh, we shouldn't have done this. And uh-huh. then they go try to make amends to Betty. Yeah. But that... I don't I don't think it worked. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Archie doesn't think he's worthy of Betty, and Betty t- kind of hates him at the moment. All right. I want to talk about some of the things I didn't think worked in the episode. Oh, boy. Uh, I'll say the, 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 my, arguably the worst for last. The first is I don't know how many times in a single episode you can do a trope and then immediately call out a trope for being tropey. Like, you can't have the gay best friend and then be like, oh, gay best friend, that's, like, played out since 1997. Uh You can't, like, have cheerleaders kiss and be like, the faux lesbian kiss is played out. Like, and it's often the same characters calling it out, too. Yeah. Like, that. that, if that's going to be Cheryl's shtick, and she's a murderer, or she's a cover-up murderer-ess, like, I just feel like that's going to wear out pretty thin pretty fast. They need to figure out something else to have her do. Um, I mean, I don't. I just I feel just like th- Cheryl. This is this is a lot of people's first brush with lampshading. Mm, uh, that's true. So, I, I'm, like, I'm I'm, gonna, all... I'm willing to give it a little more slack, right? Because I think you know it's introducing people to these concepts. So, yeah. I'm cool with that. I forget cranky old man Joe. Yeah, he's been around the block. Grandpa Joe's been around the block a few times. He sure has. He's seen a lampshade or a hundred, <laughs> and <laughs> calling a lampshade a lampshade. Is almost like an inversion of the trope. Anyway, uh, the biggest problem I have is this is a CW show, mm-hmm. ostensibly pitched to teens. Mm-hmm. Although, oh, Alan Joe, my middle, my, my, our middle age ass is all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they doing casting a teacher student, a statutory rape, in a positive light? Like, uh, clearly this has caused distress to the teacher. Archie's totally uh-huh. cool and well-adjusted. And also, I feel like they're still making a point that Archie's in love with her. He says he's not. It's just about the music. But when he tells Veronica, I've, I've never felt that – or is it Veronica? Yeah, when he's telling Veronica, I've never felt that way about anyone until this summer. Mm-hmm. Well, the only person I know that he was boinking this summer – I mean, may- maybe this is him and Moose, and this is yet another <laughs> right. Moose. Moose in the background yeah. is just felling dudes like so many trees. Like he's like the Paul Bunyan. He's a wood chopper, but, but definitely not gay. Definitely not gay. Yeah, he just likes to get down on his buddies. You know, sometimes so. it's, it's, yeah. it's, he gets stressed out and uh, he wants. He's, but he's not gay. No, no, no. He's not gay. No. Um, but but did you find that like it'd be one thing if this was some like HBO prestige drama where they're making a point of like how fucked up this is? But this is just like, isn't it hot that Archie is 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 boinking a surprisingly hot? Mis- I, I think everybody who's gone to high school knows at least one person who's banged a teacher. <laughs> at least one person. Sure, they weren't the cool kid. Okay, fair. 
They were usually the, the the and, and there's also something predatory about it because oh, yeah. the adult like I I understand why Archie would see the the uh um this teacher as as a sexual object. I understand why he's attracted to her because she's attractive. Right. I don't understand why a teacher would just be like, okay, well, I'm because they also make it. They they. Well, I don't know how. The other thing pack. is how old. Well, how old is Archie? Because like in the show, he's probably like twenty six, but. In the universe, they talk about him just getting out of puberty. Yeah, I don't think he's a senior, is he? I don't think so. I think he's probably like 16. maybe he's a, maybe he's a label, but that's well, aren't like they talking about college. Aren't they talking about like the decisions you're making yeah, now? Maybe are going to shape who you are. Maybe, maybe, maybe he got held back and he's actually 18. But even even if you even if that's okay, like the student teacher relationship, that's a power imbalance. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know about that. There's a hundred percent chance that these two bang by the end of the season again. <sighs> yeah, again they're gonna bang. I know. Yeah. It. What does that say to the nation's youth? They're watching Archie. The other thing that I thought was weird is I don't know if you gotten this with your horror, your horror uh, zombie Archie crossovers, mm-hmm. but Mrs. Grundy mm-hmm. usually portrayed as a very Aunt Mayish from Spider-Man type look, right? Uh, although I guess it thematically fits because in Spider-Man Homecoming, they've recast Aunt May to be super hot. She's uh, – and, well, and then- what would be the MILF version of an ant? An, an ALF? <laughs> an ALF? Yeah, she's, she's three <laughs> – she's, she's three and a half foot tall, large schnoz, hairy, loves to eat cats. Again, Grandpa Grandpa Joe's going to explain yeah. – the, the, the two kids. What an alpha is. What an alpha is. Uh, look it up on Wikipedia. Uh, she's actually in the in the comics I've read. She's more of like an Elvira type. An Elvira type. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. In, oh, oh, oh. In, in the, the afterlife. The series. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. She's she's got like the shock of white hair. All of it. Okay. It's all just Elvira, top to bottom. Gotcha. She's got like the decolletage. So the panel is kind of like in a bat shape wing. That's what I'm seeing. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Okay, so she was already a little sexified in the the Afterlife series. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, she bangs Frankenstein. She's banging everybody. Really? In the Afterlife comics, yeah. Damn. So that scene with Betty when she's doing the tryouts and and uh, Cheryl's really giving it to her, and she's got like you know her she sank her knee like that that her nails are super got to be supernaturally strong and and sharp. I, Do right. you think cause, because because I've I've squeezed my hands against. I can't draw blood. Like that's that's insane. Do you think her that grip too? Her yeah. Do you think that that's going to be like a plot point later on? Like, is she going to have to slash someone up? Or maybe like she finally gets with Archie. They go to the theater and start giving him a handy, and <laughs> he just can't handle it. That yeah, like, too much. Yeah, too that... much pressure, Betty. Or or like is because the other thing is like, will there be any nods to like the afterlife? Like maybe she's got uh, I don't know. Maybe she's like I got werewolf blood. Oh, in like her. bring any of the afterlife stuff. In yeah, the show? just as a nod and a wink to guys yeah. like you. Sure, I can get down with that. Uh, Miss Grundy, oh, Halloween episode, she's dressed up as Elvira. There you go. That's a win. Crossover. That's a, a win win in a, the I, fan I don't, service. I don't know where they're going with this, you know? I mean, there is a murder in the first episode, not typical Archie, so they could really go anywhere. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, um, Betty's having some kind of, like, waking dreams kind of thing where, like, she's got takes on a whole other persona at night and maybe she ripped out Jason's throat. Wait, I mean, but he has a throat. Yeah, it's true. He did. We, we yeah, see the he's bullet a, surprisingly bullet well head. preserved. He went in the bo- he went in yeah. the drink in July, July Fourth weekend. Oh, because it's because because when they find out Miss Grundy and Archie had heard the gunshots, um, they said, "Oh, well, we just assumed it was fireworks." Right. Even they they lied to each other about it being fireworks. 
Uh, and then we know it's school time, which is end of August. I, I'm just surprised that Jason looks as good spending two months in the, the drink. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Maybe Riverdale's uh, the Riverdale River, the 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 which I'm sure Riverdale's named after. Yeah, uh, the eponymous Riverdale is like super cold, deep, Maybe. dark, still, even in the still waters. Yeah, yeah, it's fed by a, a, a crystal, just crystal up mountain the road, stream, like a glacier sure. melting up the road. Yep, River from Glacier Town up Jughead the road. Jughead brought it in. Uh huh. Cool the town down. Well, uh-huh. I mean, he wears that knit cap. Like it's you know. Oh, it's got to get warm. It could get cold. Uh, right. I mean, it, he's probably warm in the summer, like warmer than the rest of them, so he mm. would bring the ice down. Although on July, like I said, that's the other thing with with, with Jason and Cheryl is like they're they, doing this July 4th boat ride, and they're all dressed up in like wool, white woolen sweaters. and Yeah. I mean, that that's that's like, um, I don't know, some, some old-timey, old-timey, big-money, old-money bullshit, which – you know that's kind of what they're going. That's kind of what right. they're going for, at least for Cheryl and yeah. uh, and Veronica. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, like you know, they're they're like the big the big cheese of Riverdale's. Yeah, Riverdale's. I'm just interested to see how much longer Betty is a cheerleader for. Are they going to keep her a cheerleader the whole time? Because man, I don't know if I'd want to be her in that situation. Yeah, because Cheryl's I, just I trying might... to break you down. Although, right. Uh, I also I love the dialogue. Uh, I didn't I didn't think it was cheesy or over the top at all. The way she's like saying that she's going to bring the thunder and bring the ice and winter is coming, and I, I can't yeah. wait to see her swear her revenge. I uh, think she could be a pretty good adversary. I think so, Cheryl. But then but then it's like I feel like that there's definitely going to be a reckoning because there is something between her and Archie, mm-hmm. uh, and you know. Although Betty is, I was gonna say Betty's gonna stand for it, but she probably would. I gotta feel like Betty yeah. would just like give up. Yeah, as presently, cons- um, and she would still be the best friend, and she would be. Yeah, you know, she's outwardly gonna, she would not be bothered by she's it. Be quote but, unquote friend zoned here, and right. she'll just be you know waiting for Veronica, and she'll be you know uh, Archie will be crying on her shoulder, and she'll be there there, but she won't ever be yep. able to, to to you know once Veronica's off the stage and Moose is going to slip in. <laughs> right oh betty's at the back of the line you're right yeah you're right it's funny i thought also kevin um isn't the term like moose cock isn't that a thing like moose isn't that cock? like like I've, I've i feel like that that's like one bigger than like the horse cock so he makes a moose huh. he talks about him being a moose but then he says he's like hung like a horse i just thought like you know thought you it was go, a downgrade like a moose is bigger than a horse it just is it's true, yeah. Like I see a moose, I see right, I see, right a, I see a horse in the forest. I think oh, a horse. No, I, I you know you see a moose and you're like, oh, that's a formidable quadruped. Mm-hmm. You know, way yeah. way way more than a horse. So uh, that's I mean, do you got other things you want to say? No, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm show looks like a million episode. bucks. I was impressed with his direction and yep. the design and the the lighting and the cinematography. It's all all top notch. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Uh, did not get, I mean, I kind of expected this, uh, starting off of the podcast, uh, I did not get a ton of feedback, um, mm-hmm. or at any at all. We did get a lot of the, so, some nice reviews. Oh yeah. Yeah. You we got, got a, a bunch of reviews. You got, you got, you got any highlights you want to, uh, but, but you uh, know, don't we'll, be shy we'll, people, we'll right? We'll do it next week. We'll bring the reviews out next week. Okay. Just, just ease into it. Yeah. Uh, but don't be shy. Write us at, uh, rah riverdale at gmail.com if mm-hmm. you want to talk about your thoughts about the episodes. Um, and, uh, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, we'd appreciate you helping us getting the word out. Uh, we'll, we'll get some choice, uh, sa- uh samples of some, some, uh, the, the, the things people are saying about us next week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I can't I can't wait can't wait to see the next chapter. Like they kind of ended on the, the finding the body was a bit of a bombshell that blows the lid right. off. I mean that kind of ends Cheryl's bid for sympathy queen, right? <laughs> to me, yeah, yeah, for me, certainly because yeah. like it's a it's now it's now not pitiable and uh, uh, some kind of tragedy. It's now a scandal. It's a full blown scandal. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be uh, following the twists and turns of uh, Riverdale closely from this point out. We'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Joe. And I'm Al. See ya.